The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hempresent. Our radio resident Hempo-Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is HempResent. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for HempResent, email me at HempResent at gmail.com. I greatly enjoy hearing from you, the listener. Today's guest on HempResent is Matt Stang. Matt was an owner of the iconic brand High Times for 17 years prior to its sale to an equity fund. During that time, he helped legalize cannabis in multiple states, launch the Cannabis Cup in America, and helped build the legal cannabis industry. For almost 20 years, Matt has interfaced with all corners of the cannabis culture, one of the more connected people in the alternative drug community. Matt helped found Delic, the first psychedelic corporation two years ago. Stang has expertise in business, including marketing, branding, business development, and product viability. And I have him with me today. Welcome, Matt, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you so much, Vivian. It's great to talk to you. My pleasure. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It has. Life Life has a chance of going by fast, and man, has the world changed since we last talked. <laughs> For sure. Um, you know, Matt, we're living through what might be termed a psychedelic renaissance uh, with the microdosing of LSD and MDMA, psilocybin mushrooms, and ketamine gaining widespread, widespread acceptance as a therapeutic treatment for a variety of mental health-related conditions. We recently observed Bicycle Day on the 78th anniversary of the bicycle ride that Dr. Albert Hoffman made into psychedelic history. And now you are a founder of Delicate Corp, a psychedelic-focused media event and e-commerce company billed as the first publicly traded psychedelic wellness company in the country. I want to dive into the services and projects of Delic in the second segment. But first, can you tell us what inspired y'all to create this corporate psychedelic entity? Um, I read that the inspiration came during Burning Man. That is correct. It did come during Burning Man. Um, my wife and I uh, were at Burning Man for eight amazing days and, and realized um, while riding our bikes through the playa, of course, in uh, deference to Hoffman's amazing <laughs> bicycle day uh, that that the time had come to mainstream psychedelics and that 
there was a moment that um, you know this this world was ready for the change that the the science had built up convincingly enough, and people were open to uh, really changing their mind, as Michael Pollan said, how to change your mind. And there was a, I think, a real a real confluence of these things that we saw as as a tipping point. And you know, I, I think Vivian, you've been part of the tipping point in cannabis and you've seen it and you know how that feels. And, and we felt that that same thing was coming for psychedelics. And we wanted to create a place to really mainstream uh, the arguments that were coming out of the scientific community. You know, we felt like there was a, a ton of incredible research and incredibly smart people, but it was all going uh, above people's heads or under their noses, but not really getting put in front of them. And so that was that was our purpose with Finding Delic was to really give people an opportunity to find this research in a way that is packaged for easy consumption. Right? It's not it's not done in a way that's that's so uh, four point single space like the actual scientific papers. It's it's presented in easy to understand, simple kind of way um and so that was that was the genesis of delic and that was about i would say almost three years ago now uh and we we put together the company um my wife and i founded it she ran it and uh we created a, a media and events platform uh so we have reality sandwich which is a, a go-to for news and information around psychedelics um we created Meet Delic, a psychedelic wellness event, uh, world's first for people to come together and learn about um, psychedelic wellness, business and art. Uh, and, and really just looked at this as a, a, an opportunity to help define mainstream psychedelics. Um, and then about seven months ago, we took the company public and we've, um, we've now gone and bought a chain of ketamine clinics uh, in Arizona and California for people who want safe, legal psychedelic therapy now. Uh, and we, we bought a lab in Vancouver um, called CBDV that has a, uh, a psilocybin license from Health Canada that allows us to do work with uh, novel IP and product creation for psilocybin. So you know, we think we're, we're at the forefront of, of helping change the actual uh, safe and effective use of psychedelics. Well, I certainly wouldn't be the person I am today if, if I hadn't grown up in the psychedelic age, man. Um, you, you know, you kind of referred to, to you and I have both been fighting against the injustices of America's war on drugs for some time. And, and during the advent of the modern drug war, LSD was wildly widely and erroneously considered to be the most dangerous drug of all by prohibitionists. Uh, I feel like that stigma is fading fast with the decriminalization of entheogenic plants starting to take hold in dozens of local jurisdictions. I, I'm just curious if you countered any obstacles or pushback against the process of incorporating a psychedelics-based corporation? Uh, yeah, of course. Three years ago when we started <laughs> talking about it, um, people said, oh, are you on drugs? Cause that's not, that's like, 
you know, even within the cannabis community, I got pushback from folks who were like, well, we don't want to associate what we're doing with psychedelics. We don't want to, you know, cannabis <sighs> is is separate and distinct. And we don't want to we don't want to go and make people think that there's some connection between that. And like you said, the most dangerous drugs in the world, like LSD, mind freak. Um, so that was that was the start. Right. Uh, that was three years ago. I think that stigma has been really starting to break apart. Like you said, I think look at Oregon passing not only psilocybin therapeutic, but also decriminalizing all drugs. Look at look at New Jersey as a state just legalize the the uh, possession and consumption of psilocybin. New Jersey, which like 20 years ago when I was a kid, 30 years ago, you would think of New Jersey as the place you're definitely getting arrested if you have drugs. It's terror, you know, it was like the worst place on the East Coast. And now they've legalized cannabis and psilocybin in the span of five months. So I, wow. I think th these changes are coming way quicker, but that's, that's what happens when you hit a tipping point. And that was why we created this, you know, it's the same as cannabis where you, the tipping point happens really gradually and then all at once, right? It's like you don't yeah. you don't see this change and then the change just whacks you in the head and you're like, oh my God, it's completely different. And that's, I think, where we are right now. And so, we, you know, when you talk about it now, I have, I, you know, business meetings with folks. I was just with someone who, who runs the Young Presidents Club organization, which is um, one of the, highest end business groups in America, all folks running, you know, large corporations. And they were telling me about their microdosing. Like no problem, no, no shame, no fear. They're talking about microdose products that are for sale in their area in Northern California, like no problem. So I just think three years ago, that never would have happened. You know, right now, um, the National Cancer Institute under the National Institutes of Health uh, is at this moment hosting what is called the psilocybin speaker series, examining the potential medicinal application of psychedelics and treating a range of severe psychiatric disorders. In the late 90s and early 10s, medical marijuana really changed the public image of cannabis. And I think, you know, helped open the door for the reforms that we're seeing. Do you think that in a similar way, this newfound psychedelic renaissance is partly being driven by the advent of psychedelics as a credible medical treatment? Uh, 100 million percent. Yes. I think, you know, I, I will give great credit to you, Vivian, and what you did at, at Seattle Hempfest and really kind of empowering those folks with medical marijuana ailments and, and the fact that the marijuana helped them, getting them on stage, encouraging them to speak in front of that crowd and in front of that media really gave people a sense that this is a, a constant and real issue, right? So it's it's about getting those stories out front. And I think that's what's happening right now. I think I think there's a confluence too, because it's both the patient level. So you have all of these folks who ketamine has helped or ayahuasca has helped or psilocybin has helped. Um, there's also the business aspect, because I think, look, for better or for worse, America is a capitalist society so when you have a company like Compass go public and be worth $1.6 billion, 
it makes people think, well, it must be good. It's a billion dollar company. You have Peter New Thiel. investment opportunities, right? Right. You have Peter Thiel coming out with a tie in the next week or two um, at, at a three or $4 billion company. And people think, well, this you can't miss out on this. This is the new thing, right? It, it changes the dynamic. And now it's a taxpaying good business that's helping the economy, which is just, you know, the same thing happened. Look at John Boehner signing on for acreage holdings and how much that changed the conversation. You had the former Speaker of the House, a deep red Republican, say cannabis should be legal. It changes the dynamic when money comes into it. And I yeah. think I think that's that's part of our conception of why we we took the company public and why we're we're trying to build a real long term business is the more you put jobs, the more you put community development in the front of it, the more people want to take their hands off it and actually want to encourage it. You see that now with cannabis legalization. You know, we had we had three states legalized in the span of like two weeks because it, it's going to bring jobs, it's going to bring taxes, and all of the old arguments are dead. And that's what happens. And I, I believe the same thing can happen with uh, at least psilocybin mushrooms, but I think other ethnogenic plants as well. We have about 30 seconds to the first break. How important is FDA approval for psychedelic research clinical trials? And I presume an eventual goal of retail sales, similar to how cannabis is dispensed to adults in multiple states. Where's the FDA on all this? That's a great question. I think, you know, you look at MDMA and psilocybin, um, they're, they're both in phase three clinical trials with breakthrough status, meaning that they're both substances are allowed to be dispensed outside of just clinical trials. If you have an issue that is corresponding to the breakthrough, um, they've delineated. So, so they're essentially already allowing folks to do MDMA and psilocybin as long as it's tightly controlled and rigorously scheduled, what that tells you is the likelihood of them approving it in the next year is incredibly high because they don't usually allow folks to do non-approved substances unless they see so much of a path to approval that they don't want to stop people from getting better now who might not have a chance to get it in a year or two. So right, I, right. I really think they're, we're very close to that approval. And, I, you know, ketamine is already approved by FDA. So you've got a really a great bunch of psychedelic substances um, okay. either in approval or right in the queue. Right. I'm uh, talking to Matt Stang. We're going to take a first break, pay the rent, and come right back with our second segment. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back with, uh, I think I'll call him psychedelic CEO, Matt Stang. Um, 
Matt, let's dive into various psychedelic related projects that you're involved in. You have referenced in the first segment that you've opened, uh, I think two ketamine assisted therapy clinics called the Ketamine Infusion Centers, one in Phoenix, Arizona, if I'm not mistaken, and one in Bakersfield with plans to open many more. Uh, tell us about that, why ketamine? Well, yeah, uh, ketamine is, first of all, it is the only uh, FDA approved psychedelic. So it is already legal. Um, under FDA control. Um, secondly, because my wife uh, has has utilized ketamine for her personal anxiety disorder, and it's been one of the more transformative things she's ever tried. So it it, it is you know she found it a couple of years ago um, through a through a clinic and was just blown away by the amount of anxiety reduction and and just kind of taking you out of your fight or flight kind of mechanism that folks who have anxiety, depression, and PTSD will go into. It, it is an incredible reset for your brain. And that, you know, that's why we've, we've done this and why we're so bullish on, on uh, ketamine for mental health disorders. I, I read, I believe that um, your ketamine infusion centers are the only ketamine treatment centers in the U.S. that accept insurance for treatments rather than usual cash-only options. Uh, is that correct? And if so, most insurance companies have stated policies excluding psychedelic therapy. Uh, how did you manage to get around that with your centers? Yeah, so, you know, the, the folks at, at ketamine infusion centers have spent a lot of time, energy, and effort on, on creating conforming codes for um, treatment using ketamine uh, so that it's, it's just, you know, a lot of uh, logistic and information tech work by our, our team at Ketamine Infusion Centers to get it um, able to accept insurance. And so it, it's just, it makes it vastly more accessible. And we think it's just, there's just such a rash of um, mental health issues, uh, especially coming out of this pandemic that, that people will need to address and you know it can't just all be cash pay it can't just be for the 0.1 percent who can afford um, to pay in cash we, we really want to make it accessible to as many people as possible um matt i i grew up in california in the late 60s and early 70s and was was what stephen gaskin uh, referred to as a dope yogi um and uh, i i really you know, I have to say that I tried just about everything, but ketamine is one of the few substances that I never did. How does how, how does ketamine affect you compared to say LSD or psych or, or mushrooms? Sure. Well, it's a it's a disassociative. So, essentially, what it does is it disassociates you from your ego. So, in a high enough dose, it can be um, ego dis dissolving. Let's say but in a disassociative manner. I, have you ever tried um, a Whippet? Have you ever tried? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so so it has kind of a nitrous vibe, but a longer effective amount it, of time. So does it, where- Does it have visuals and stuff? It, it can. So so part of that disassociative nature, people will have kind of a, a full and complete disassociation from their ego and they'll, They'll go to another world or to another, you know, they, they will see their creation or so they'll, they'll have like full psychedelic a transcendent euphoric experience. Exactly. Um, thank you for, for saying it the right way. 
uh, and, and it comes from, let's say, a, um, a place of, of real kind of egolessness and a, you feel reset. So the best word people describe a ketamine journey in a clinical setting is that it resets you and takes away your, your issues, your anxiety, your depression, your PTSD. You are now so disassociated from them that you feel like they don't exist. And in fact, they don't exist for a time. And what that can do is it trains your brain how you feel without those things. Mm -hmm. So if you do it in a, a, you know, a controlled and rigorous environment with a, a clinician present, you can actually train yourself to not go into those dark paths, those kind of negative emotional spaces. And that, that I think is what's so powerful. And it, it's, it's also a very manageable kind of um, experience. It lasts maybe 45 minutes. And then, you know, you go in, you're probably in a clinic for an hour and a half. So unlike a LSD or psilocybin where you have, you know, four, six, eight, 12 hours of psychedelic experience, it's maybe 45 minutes of this. So you can go out in the parking lot and drive home afterwards, right? No, no issue. Well, the, what they say is, you, you know, because of the, um, the disassociative nature makes you a little bit not as perfect at that. So they, they a, suggest that people bring a driver, exactly, right. or have an Uber. Um, but, you know, it's it, by, by call it two hours after your session, you are completely in, uh, fine. No, no issues, no nothing. So it sounds like you kind of defrag your your mind. Uh, exactly, and, right? exactly. It's like a hard reset for your brain. That's I, thank you for using the computer terminology. That's what I use as well. It's like when your when your Apple seizes up and you can't do it, you you just alt control delete and it you know re reboots. So it's it's really a great reboot for your brain. Nice, nice. Um, talk to us about your psychedelic wellness summit. Uh, what, what's that entail? Okay, so it's called Meet Delic, um, the world's first psychedelic wellness summit. We have uh, a range of folks from across the uh, wellness, health, um, science, kind of, you know, folks who are there to talk about how psychedelics intersect with the world of wellness. So we have like Dave Asprey, who's the founder of Bulletproof, the uh, uh, biohacker. Um, we have Duncan Trussell, famous comedian, um, uh, kind of has his own podcast with millions of listeners. Um, we have uh, Dr. Dave Rabin, who is a, uh, a facilitator trained in the MAPS protocol, creator of the world's first heart rate variability device that helps you change your heart rate variability to get into rest and relax. Um, it's like a digiceutical. So it's a, a device that gives you almost a pharmaceutical level change of state. Um, you know, so there's dozens more people. Uh, the website's meetdelic.com. And it's, you know, it's, it's a place for people to come together, learn more about the confluence of psychedelics and wellness and, and really, you know, meet, interact, uh, bring people together for the first time since COVID. You know, we're, we're living in, just really complicated times, uh, times of disinformation and confusion and gross materialism. 
And it's exciting to see psychedelics gaining widespread acceptance because, you know, I I think it's going to require a psychedelic state of mind to save our biosphere because we really need to change our behavior. And that starts with changing our thinking. Um, And I think that psychedelics is maybe the most important thing that we could have uh, added to the mix these days and it's the mainstream experience. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I want to, uh, let's see, what do we have? We have still have a couple minutes. What, what is Reality Sandwich? What can people find when they go there? Sure, so Reality Sandwich has over 10,000 pieces of content around uh, psychedelics. Um, we have guides. So if you want to know about LSD or ketamine or psilocybin or MDMA or 5-MeO, we have guides about all of the different pieces. So it's, it's broken out in how, what, when, where, what kind of dose, you know, just everything you would need to know if you're curious to learn more. It's a place of discovery. Um, it also has, you know, what is, what is the interaction between these substances? How does that work? How do you live a lifestyle with these things? I think it's, it's uh, really gives people a, a chance to kind of interact closely with the best knowledge about psychedelics in the world. That's what we've tried to put together. And quickly, the Delic curated online gallery, what is that? Uh, so it is a, a shopping e-commerce experience for folks who want to find more to enhance their journey. So just people who are looking for more fun, interesting things for their psychedelic experience, that's what the Delic provides. Nice. Excellent. Um, I am talking to Matt Stang, and uh, we are going to come back after this break with our final questions, and we're going to come back not necessarily stoned, but beautiful. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back, and maybe I should say flashback <laughs> with Matt Stang. Um, Matt, uh, you know, great work, man. Uh, like I said, I, I literally psychedelics changed my life and have affected the whole rest of my life uh, from the, the first time that I imbibed as a teenager. Um, so uh, I, once again, I just think it's, it's so exciting to see this this new psychedelic renaissance happening because it's a state of mind that that really, I think, uh, advances love and consciousness and self-awareness. Um, we still have a few moments to talk. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to add that we haven't covered that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Sure. Um, well, 
I really like kind of speaking about how I think uh, psychedelics will kind of impact the next couple of years in America. You know, I think I think you're going to see some very fun new things happening. I think Oregon is the tip of the spear, um, legalizing therapeutic use. I think we're going to have uh, a couple of other states that um, kind of embrace a similar voter-driven model. So, you know, kind of the West Coast of America that have voter initiatives allowing for folks to put stuff on a ballot and qualify to change the laws. I think you'll see either mushrooms or ethnogenic plants. Um, so not only mushrooms, but other ethnogenic plants on the ballot, allowing for folks to, to um, you know, have regulated products that they can consume in a way that is outside of the FDA framework. And then I think the FDA will allow, I think there will be at least a half dozen novel psychedelics in FDA use by three years from now, four years from now, just because the power and potency of these things to change people's minds is so strong. I think there will be, you know, kind of the the traditional medical model that will allow people to go in and get a session where they, they deal with their trauma or their PTSD or their, their treatment resistant depression. And then I think there will be the more wellness centric um, regulated model that, that kind of taps into what's happened with cannabis for these very low harm, very high change kind of psychedelics. Uh, so that that's really where I see things going. And, you know, I said the same thing two years ago, and it's already started to come together. And I think, you know, people like you, Vivian, with your network in, in, in uh, Seattle, where you've done stuff, I think there are many folks who, who believe like you do, that this is one of the most powerful change agents for people's lives and, and will get together to support this. And I think there's enough um, interest, capital, uh, you know, I think we've spent enough time hacking our way through the jungles uh, for cannabis to, to make a fairly clear trail for these plant medicines to follow. Uh, very quickly, how can people follow your works? Sure, we have um, Delic Corp is our uh, holding company's website. Um, the, the stock is DELC, Delic on the uh, CSE or D-E-L-C-F on the OTC markets. If, if people are interested in finding out more about the company itself, we have, as you said, realitysandwich.com, meetdelic.com. Um, and we would love to have you guys come and check out ketamine infusion centers if you're interested in finding out more about ketamine therapy. Um, so yeah, lots of ways to find us. And I, I think more and more coming every day. <laughs> Matt Stang, thank you so much for being on Hemp Present, my friend. Hempy trails to you, man. Thank you so much. You bet. That concludes this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Stay strong, my friends, and get involved in the struggle to end federal cannabis prohibition. Turn up the music, maestro, because I am out. Marijuana!
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.